what the fuck is up <laughs> hey guys it is your girl tasha mac 10 don't get at me i know you guys missed me i know all i know i know what's being said i know what's being said i know we took a couple months off get our mind right um it feels so good to be back um welcome to dating tips from a hooker episode 21 um i'm alone today for the first time in a year but i wanted to give a shout out to dj las vegas and to king for their supports but a bitch done fucked off and ducked off Uh, but we still gotta put the work in we still gotta learn how to do for ourselves (laughs) if you will but I know y'all missed me because y'all, a couple of y'all was messaging me and, you know, I did kind of disappear for a short span of time. And you know what? I, before we get into this, I genuinely want to shout out everybody who reached out to me because like, that's love. Um, silence is loud. Um, when people know you for real. Um, so I really appreciate that, but sometimes, yeah, you got to duck off and you got to fuck off and get your mind right. And that's what Tasha Mac 10, (laughs) um, that's what I was doing. So, um, welcome bitches to episode 21 of dating tips from a hooker. I know we had the plans to go live and all of that, but like I said, you know, you guys know how I am. So that didn't happen. But I still feel like you guys deserve my energy. You guys deserve my voice. You guys deserve the love because y'all be showing it to me. So what better than to do a Christmas and New Year's episode in one? Kind of like how we did with Happy Holidays last year. So today, episode 21 of Dating Tips from a Hooker is called Holiday Season slash Know Who to Play With. (laughs) Okay, so... We're gonna start this off. There's been so much that has occurred in my absence. So I'm gonna give y'all an episode that, you know, it's gonna be a little bit long, but y'all be liking long episodes. And since y'all won't be hearing from me until the new year, I think we should just unpack a couple of things, you know? And I want to start off essentially with I don't even know how to put it um but basically how do I start this I think for the last um few years of my life ever since we launched ever since I launched the whole Mac for Press brand and you know becoming transparent about sex work in my life and letting you guys in in a way you know I feel like um it has its back it has its backfires you know um i want to start off by saying that even though a lot of the things i discuss on the internet or in my personal life the things that i tell you the stories that i tell you guys about my life even though they are quite um you know it's it's giving rated r you know it's you know violence trauma sex blah 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 you know there's a lot that comes with being tasha mac 10 if there's a lot that you know if there's just so much to unpack where i feel like how do i get okay let me explain it to you guys in this in this way 
the reason why I decided to become so transparent with you guys, even prior to um, me launching Mac for Press, I think maybe like a year or so, a few years before that, we started, you know, saying it little by little, Mac for Press, but it wasn't like that. You know, it was not like that. But it was because I was in a position in my life at one point where I had to disguise myself for a very long time. And I'm talking about like, we're going a long time where, you know, I was a runaway. So I couldn't really, I didn't know, people didn't know my real name. People didn't know my real age. I had to create personas and everything like, sorry, it was a whole, it was a whole spiel of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And when I exited my teens, and I went into my early 20s and I started to realize, you know, I don't want to be this person who sugarcoats or waters down themselves to make other people feel comfortable. I'm done going where I'm not accepted. I'm going where I'm celebrated. I'm not tolerated. And when Max for Press kind of started, it was just more so me saying, yes, this is me. This is who I am. You can't do anything about it. Also, as years went by, I kind of felt like I was getting into fallouts with people that were so public because, and we're going to get into this later, but I'm starting to realize um, people were starting to use humiliation tactics against me. So obviously, like, I can't be humiliated about anything that I'm comfortable about. You know what I'm saying? But I started to realize that you know, they're like, oh, we can't expose her for this and this. So we're going to do this and this, and we're going to cause this and this. And, you know, I always felt the need to come and tell my side of the story and, and, and defend myself. Cause I guess it's, you know, I have a, a, like a, like a fighting spirit. Like as soon as I feel like I'm being attacked, I, I feel like I need to bark back. And I know a lot of people can relate to that, but I want to tell you guys right now it's dead. Like there's not, I feel, especially if you've been paying attention, you know, some people I'm telling you, they just say my name because it brings attention to them, but it's also, you know what I mean? It's double backing off of me. Like if somebody says, Oh, I slept with her. Or if somebody says, Oh, she did this to me or she's this way. Like sometimes people just be using your name because you know, it's easy just to throw you in the mix. And it's because, like I said, my transparency about sex work and my experiences and all of that, I feel like people just decided that they were going to try and weaponize it against me. And I kind of had to do some self-reflection just to look into myself and make sure like, you know, like, am I doing the right things? Am I, because essentially I know that all of these things, you know, the, the podcast, you know, my interviews that I've done, like these things are going to follow me forever. And when I first decided to, you know, launch Mac for Prez and, you know, when we were doing like the telly rants and all of that stuff, like I knew that this was going to follow me into the future, but I also knew when I exited it, like it would be, you know, worth it. And also living in your truth is such a freeing feeling that I cannot explain to any of you guys. And I don't know if you guys know what that's like, but it is very freeing to know that it ain't shit people can hold against you, you know? 
So that was a big part of the reason why I remained transparent and I was always willing to talk about my shit, problems, good shit, whatever. But then also I realized that certain things are sacred and they're not to be discussed and it's not everything you gotta respond to. I realize I like clapping back and it don't gotta be that way all the fucking time. Like I could chill, you know what I mean? So that was basically what happened with like a part of the reason why I kind of just disappeared from social media because I've been so active on it. I've been so, you know, I don't even know if I want to use the word, I would say consistent, but my online presence has been very consistent over the last seven years. So I just kind of realized like, you know, we need to take a step back and kind of just reflect. Which I did. And like I said, y'all hoes don't deserve my motherfucking attention all the motherfucking time. You know? And we all want to talk about, and this goes into this, you know, we all want to have these mental health conversations when somebody, you know, commits suicide or whatever. First of all, I want to send my condolences to Twitch's family. Um, If you guys know me, you guys know So You Think You Can Dance and what it did for me. And as a competitive young dancer and all of that stuff. And, you know, everybody wants to come with this, oh, you don't know what people are going through and da-da-da-da-da, check on your strong friends. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Please just drop that. You know, I see things where when mental health, people don't discuss their mental health because y'all be talking about them. You know, I've made it very, I've been very open and honest about the issues that I have with my mental health and that's another thing transparency can be thrown in your face and you know even trying to get through that like bitches calling me a psycho bitch telling me I need to go heal from my trauma and this and that and throwing stuff in your face and it's a lot it's a lot and you know the fake caring about mental people's health we're gonna or mental health for people my apologies we're gonna let that go in 2023 if you don't give a fuck it's cool but don't act like you do because some of you guys do not know what people are battling that's the crazy thing about it even like people are so selfish and caught up in their own shit that they don't realize what other people are going through you get what i'm saying people always want to talk about oh you know, sometimes y'all be getting mad about bitches not going to your birthday dinner. You don't even know why a bitch couldn't show up to your birthday dinner. You know, she's lock off. She's a fake asshole. You know what I'm saying? You know, bitches, bitches and niggas can't even divulge the extents of their financial situations to people who they call their friends because they're afraid to be called a bum ass broke bitch. Y'all say y'all care about mental health and y'all do not. Because when people come out and say, I'm depressed, when people come out and say, I can't do this. And the thing is, people don't understand the extent of how far severe depression can go with people. And I feel like people only care about mental health when it makes sense. I saw a woman on TikTok basically discussing like, oh, if somebody said that, you know, they couldn't get out of a bed for a few days and they didn't bathe for a few days, you're going to call them a nasty bitch. I don't think people realize how crippling depression can be, like how crippling, how it can stop you from doing the things that you love, from doing the things that you enjoy, and from doing the things that you're supposed to do. 
it's crippling and it's hard for people to deal with and i'm so sick of this narrative where people act like they care but until it until it don't make sense you know what i'm saying and not everybody is going to come and divulge their mental health issues because y'all really be going behind the back and chatting folks saying oh she's not really da 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 and then the only time we want to care is when somebody decides to kill themselves that's wild to me like you're bugging you know so when you guys feel like you're in that type of rut like yeah it's okay if you want to fuck off and duck off straight up if you don't want to talk to nobody for a few days so be it if you don't want nobody bothering you so fucking be it because i'm telling you not everybody out here has your best interest at heart and divulging your deepest darkest personal secrets your traumas what you're going through your financial situation your relationship troubles these people will take it and use it against you i still got people calling me a dirty hoe on some exposed shit like I'm not out here admitting that I did this shit, I do this shit. Sometimes people are more obsessed with bringing somebody down when they think they're on a pedestal. So a lot of the people that you guys look up to or that you guys stalk because y'all be obsessed with people on the internet waiting for them to have a bad fucking day publicly. Y'all get mad when you guys don't have access or, or, or you're not privy to what they have going on. And I'm gonna tell you guys right now it's okay to shut down and shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And another thing about it, I, it comes back it comes back down to when I talk about boundaries, accountability, and acceptance. You know what I'm saying? Set boundaries with people, especially when it comes to your mental health and like, especially around the holidays when people are alone and, you know, they're not feeling their best. You know, I want people to understand that it is okay to take time for yourself and it is also it's also okay to block people it's okay to ghost people sometimes you have reached the last last straw of tolerance you have for any bullshit and when we let things weigh on our heads so much to the point where it's like yeah bitch i'll jump off the balcony right now ho you know what I'm saying? Like, people will be like, oh, like, yeah, when someone kills themselves, they'll be so sad and blah, 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 blah. And then when somebody comes out and says, I'm suicidal, y'all are giggling and calling them a crazy ass bitch. But you guys want full access to these people's information, their personal lives. And that's why I said, like, I understand that my transparency with people, you know, it came at a cost. And while I was sitting down for the little while, I was sitting down and, you know, and when I say I fucked off, I turned my phone on do not disturb. I did not answer no phone calls. I was not reachable. I was literally doing inner shadow work on myself to figure out what was frustrating me so much and i realized a lot of things in the process and it made it easier for me to just say like yeah like i don't want this i don't like this i'm gonna stop doing this i'm gonna commit to doing this and you know i'm gonna continue being that transparent ass bitch because it's mac for prez but i need you guys to understand with the part of growing like certain things yeah like certain things change you know people change as they grow and you know it ain't nothing you gonna throw in my face baby <laughs> you know what i'm saying and 
I just want you guys to understand, like, you know, while I open with this, that don't be afraid to be yourself. But also don't be afraid to protect what's sacred to you. Now, also, I'm not saying come out here and put on no fake and be no fake ass bitch, putting on a mask on the front like you're somebody you're not, because we see how those things go. But sometimes, like I said, you got to learn where and what you what you're willing to share with the world just be prepared to get it back because I started I definitely realized that my transparency wasn't the death of me I was kind of I'm talking to a specific audience and it's reaching other people who don't agree with the things I gotta say and that's completely fine you know we still get the streams but for people who are not as strong-willed as me take out time especially influencers youtubers rappers whatever my advice is now that i'm learning it and i'm going through it whatever remember whatever you put out there whatever you put out there it's out there forever and make sure you can live with it and if you feel like you're putting too much out there it's okay to fall back you know, and if you feel like you're not putting enough out there, if you feel like you're not being true to yourself, be true to yourself, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's just kind of what I wanted to open with, you know, and I kind of wanted to get into this second topic because it's the holiday season and remember, I, I, it's holiday season okay dating tips from a hooker episode 21 okay i'm really trying to like do this by myself y'all so just bear with me but because the holidays are surrounded around family time and i remember doing this episode um happy holidays last year and basically explaining about you know seasonal depression depression around the holidays and how people but i really kind of wanted to get into some of the things that i've seen on the internet with kids lately that's just been on my heart it's been on my soul it's bothering me so Every time I take a break from the pod, there's something that I can come back and discuss and break down with you. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now, um, over the past even few years, we've seen different types of videos with, you know, parents publicly embarrassing, humiliating their kids as a form of punishment. And... If you know, you know, um, in the beginning of December, I think it was getting closer to around mid-December, I think it was like the first week of December, there was a video that went viral on TikTok of a woman cutting her daughter's hair off. Cutting her fucking hair off on a camera, okay? And then she went on to say that the daughter was being a follow body, and that's so fucking cringe because I don't even know if this bitch is black. But anyways, she said the the daughter was misbehaving and doing all of these things, and you know, life is always not about being pretty and whatever. Then I saw another video. I actually saw this video yesterday night. 
of a little girl who was basically, um, I think it's in Jamaica. This is in a Jamaican school. And the little girl had basically, I guess she got released from school early. Um, and I guess she was responsible for bringing her little brother home. So even I'm I, from what I got from the comments and please, like if you listen to this and you're, you're aware of this story and you want to come and correct it, please. I'm just going according to the comments, but basically, um, the little girl is responsible for bringing her mother or bringing her little brother home. And if you come from a Caribbean family and you were that sibling that was responsible to bring your kid home, whether you're in, uh, and this just goes for black people in general, whether you, I don't even think I can even say black people. This is just a people thing. This is a human thing. If you're responsible for your younger sibling and you go home without that younger sibling, what the fuck do you think is going to happen to you? I just don't understand. Like, I just didn't understand it. But anyways, the little girl goes to go basically draw for her little brother. And the teachers are not trying to make her leave with the little bro. Like, they're really getting at her. And then I guess this is when they started filming because the little girl was getting frustrated that they wouldn't bring her little, like, they wouldn't let her take her little brother. I don't know if the little brother was in trouble. I didn't really get into the, like, I couldn't really understand but the little girl was crying hysterically, crying hysterically, eyes swollen, hyperventilating. The video made me cry. These two videos made me cry. So triggering, so upsetting, like, it was pissing me off because I just don't understand, like, the, anyways, let me just, whew, anyway. <laughs> wow. Anyway. The little girl's crying hysterically. The little brother is in the background crying too. And they are filming this little girl crying. They're calling her names. They're pushing her. They're ripping her outfit. They're basically assaulting this girl on camera, making fun of her, calling her names and telling her that they are going to record it and put it on Facebook. And you know what? I want to give kudos to this little girl because she was not backing down. And I say that to say this. One, the lady who I, I haven't gotten an update about the little girl in Jamaica because the video literally just came out yesterday. But as for that dumb fucking bitch who cut her daughter's hair off, apparently CAS removed the child. You, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with some of you bitches because listen, I've seen so many videos and these are not the first videos I've seen. I've seen so many videos over the years and I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Black people, especially black mothers, I don't even, I don't know what's going on or the mixed breed. I don't know what's going on. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. And y'all can come at me crazy because, you know, my little situation, a little jaded. But honest to God, I would never, like, what goes through your head? Like, what, why? I feel like, okay, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. This is where parents go wrong. People think that embarrassment and humiliation is like a kid's biggest teacher. Like, oh, like, oh, if we embarrass them publicly, like, it's going to fix their behavior. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't fix anything. To be honest, it actually makes it worse. Like, if I get into depth, and this is where I say, if I become transparent about certain things that went on with me, 
Yeah. You got the whole humiliation tactic, especially against little black girls. It's so heartbreaking for me. It's so heartbreaking for me because it's like, what do you get out of this? And this is where I'm telling y'all and nobody wants to listen to me when I say this. But some of you guys really do need to give your kids up. And when I say this, I don't mean to be rude and I don't mean to. But some of you guys think that because you have your kids every fucking day and they're in your care that you are a good parent. And I'm here to tell you that you're fucking not. Some of y'all kept y'all kids for the check and it shows. It fucking shows because I don't understand how you could give birth to something and treat it like that. I, I will never. And the, the videos that came after it, the gaslighting her, especially the, for the mom that cut the daughter's hair. Because the little girl in Jamaica, like I said, it was a two part video where they were basically humiliating this girl. And what upset me about these two videos and this is where I say, like, this Caribbean shit that we be on with the whole where we're justifying abuse against their kids, like, we got to draw the line somewhere. Because do you know there was people in the comments saying that she deserved that? And it's like, you guys, this is what pisses me off about grown-ass fucking people, bro. This is what pisses me off. You cannot go into the world and let somebody cut your hair off, beat you, disrespect you. No, you're going to put up a fight, right? So why do you guys expect children to be emotionally intelligent? You guys expect them to be so fucking perfect when you can't even carry on those practices for your fucking self. Be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. Some of you guys should have never had kids in the first place. And I don't understand how you guys had the kids, them, and dealt with them like that. And I could understand and I could understand not wanting to get an abortion or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But like some of you guys, I don't think people know what real love is. Some of these parents do not know what real love is. And I'm gonna just say it like that straight the fuck up. Because I feel like if you love your kid, if you can't love them properly, let somebody else do it. Because if you think that this public beating your kids on on web on facebook and posting it you know i remember one time a few years back this lady i guess she caught her daughter talking to boys or whatever and she's there filming her dirty underwear and all of this stuff and it's like what does that do because i promise you guys it pushes them further away and I understand that I'm not that old and I'm not that experienced and there's things about my situation that aren't perfect but I promise you sometimes the best thing you can do for your kid is put them in and this is what I'm saying like you guys have your kids you have you guys you guys have these kids in your care and you're not treating them right bro and we know what the system is like this is what I'm saying some of y'all should have just never had kids I can't believe and it's little black girls at that where the moms are hating on them jealous of them how could you hate your kid like that and then turn around and say you love it be fucking for real your children are not your personal punching bags or your personal slaves fix the fuck up bro because y'all always want to talk about oh why why does this pair why how do parents end up in nursing homes and they had five six kids i remember i was watching um there was a lady who um made a video that said can somebody explain to me why a parent can parents can have five six kids and end up in a nursing home and if i tell you guys the amount of stitches of 
different people, grown adults, explaining in specific detail as to why they don't talk to their parents and the abuse they endured. Especially the girl who got her, her hair cut off. There were so many stitches. There were so many stitches. Like, there were so many stitches. And going through these stitches, like... And comments, the amount of women who said their mothers did the same exact thing to them. I remember seeing two comments where the ladies were in their 50s and still were, were battling PTSD of those situations. I want you guys to understand, a lot of people's first bullies are their family members. And a lot of people don't realize that. Your first bullies, the people that are first to tell you that you're ugly, the, the, your first abuser, all these types of things are literally looking you in the face, gave you life, supposed to check for you, bro. And when your kid grows up to be a fucking nuisance and a menace to society, we blame it on the kid just didn't want to do good. I just... I want to, I just want to, you know, send love to, you know, I don't really have a lot of people under the age of 18 listening to this podcast because you're not supposed to, but if you're, even if you're in your early 20s, whatever, bro, I don't care if they are your blood, set fucking boundaries, bro. Because when you guys let your family, and I'm not saying let, but I'm saying, and to the parents who treat their kids like shit, remember, you're the one who's letting them go out into the world and believe that that's love. You're the one who's letting them go into the world and make them think that this is okay for people to treat them because that's how you do it. The amount of Caribbean people, especially from the Caribbean, Africa, whatever, y'all will justify the most abusive shit because it was normal in your household. That shit ain't normal over here. And I promise you, if any of y'all kids ever come around me and tell me that y'all was doing that, oh baby, you're gonna catch these hands. And, you know, and this is why I keep telling, you know, this is why I keep telling people like, Anna ever be a bifibon. And I know this is gonna sound bad. I know y'all are gonna be like, oh my God, why she said, listen, Anna ever be a Fibon. Period. Because y'all do not know how to treat them. Y'all do not even have. And it's like the generational curses and trauma that just go down and down and down. Like y'all got to draw the line somewhere. And I just want to put this out there. Like if you, if there's anybody out there, when it comes to family, do not let that motherfucker step on you. Check that auntie. Check that uncle. Okay. Don't let nobody do that to you especially family because i'm telling you you let them do it you're gonna go outside and let everybody else do it and you know if you're young and you feel like you don't have a voice in your family get the fuck out you don't deserve that you know family is supposed to be a safe space and when that space is no longer safe i want you guys to understand the the traumatic process you know, and then we grow up trying to pretend and forgive and act like everything's okay when now you're a fucked up person because of what happened to you and now you don't know how to be a good person. But we're gonna still keep certain people around because it's blood involved. No, you gotta draw the line. If you gotta fuck off and duck off, fuck off and duck off, okay? 
<laughs> I know it was a lot, but like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are bugging. I'm so tired of seeing that shit, bro. Stop, stop. And this is the thing, like, these parents that be abusing their kids be so superficial and like worried about, like, the, the girl who cut her daughters off, that bitch, that bitch couldn't, don't have one video without a filter on, but she's talking about BD and da 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 da. Like, you bitches are weird, bro. You bitches are weird. I could never picture myself being jealous of my kid. I want my kid to go up and be better than me and flyer than me and fabber than me and everything that I couldn't have been. You know what I mean? I would never be the person to stop that or put that down. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird to me. But you always need to fix up respectfully. Respectfully need to fix the fuck up. No fucking shade. The last, um bit I want to get into is called let go and let God now over the over the little while over the last little while um, you know I've been dealing with that letting go of things that no longer serve like serve you and it comes with practicing discernment like you got to know what you get yourself into sometimes and I want to be very transparent. Like I said, this is transparent. Tasha Mac 10, okay? Big Mac 10, no motherfucking safety, okay? Um, sometimes I have to analyze my own behaviors and my own, you know, situations to make sure that I'm, I'm dealing with things correctly. And... My abilities to attach onto something and detach from it very fast is kind of alarming. And I hate to bring this up, but this is also like with people who've been sexually assaulted. The hypersexuality to asexuality, like that that thin line, it's a thin line. You know? And a lot of people never talk about how like sexual assault can lead to extreme hypersexuality or just not being able to feel anything at all, like nothing. And that line is so fucking thin. And when it when it enters into the partnerships that we choose to have and all of that stuff, when there when we need to when we should be healing and doing shadow work, it comes out. And it comes and, and sometimes it's okay. And so, and then sometimes it's okay. You know, sometimes we attach to things that are familiar. Because, you know, sometimes you might feel like it might be, you know, with friends. You might feel like you met, like, your soulmate friend. Or you felt like you met your twin flame love. And it's just not that. With the friendships and love and all of that shit. It's just not that. And moving in, into the new year, I want everybody to just, yeah, practice discernment. Know when things are, know when things are coming to an end. Know when you did your part. Know when it's over. Know when it, you gotta let go knowing when to let go and while I was during this time I did a lot of self-analyzation to see where I was at mentally and why I was holding on to certain things and why I was so easy to detach from things that I felt were so important to me and things that I cared about and it's because they it, it's just knowing that certain things do not serve a purpose. Sometimes 
when you entertain certain things you might catch yourself going in, in circles like you might certain things might be happening in your life repetitively because you keep doing the same thing you know karmic relationships karmic energy you know when you see yourself going through the same thing again but just in a different form you know what i mean don't be afraid to just let things go and honestly like i know i i shout out to um truth the podcast shout out to my babies um when we did our interview and we were talking about it and we were discussing ghosting you know on some i personally i personally believe in it because sometimes especially when you're a person who's working on yourself and you are healing sometimes the best thing for you to do is just disappear and sometimes we come across people that are so amazing and they're so great and of course we don't want to let them go but some people's fates are already written in stone and some of y'all's is not and sometimes those things can clash because we try to sometimes we try to force alignment in situations like oh i'm gonna make this work so we could be something or or i'm gonna do this so like we could just all be one happy family like it is not like that bro it is not like that and you know while it's the holidays and and sometimes it's you know it's lonely sometimes that's the best time for self-reflection to realize like you know what do you want where did you go wrong boundaries accountability and acceptance i will never ever ever stop saying this because we have to start practicing it no matter no matter what goes on in your life you're going to come to situations whether they come to an end or they um they blossom into something else boundaries you gotta you gotta say what you're willing to put up with what you're not willing to put up with and and you have to stand on it you have to be firm on it right if you say you're not gonna fuck with somebody no more stand on what you say if you say you're gonna commit to something stand on what you say if you tell somebody that you love them and you're gonna be with them or be there for them stand on what you say if you cannot it is okay to say no I want everybody for 2023 to start choosing themselves. Say no. Say no. End friendships, end relationships. Because you will never know, you will never know how important it was and how, and and you'll never realize until you get to that point where you're like, fuck yo. Like, I'm not worried about this no more. I'm not stressing over this no more. Because sometimes you just have to let it go. And this goes back to what I was saying in the beginning of the of the podcast of this episode. Where I'm saying, like, not everybody needs to hear your side of the story. You don't got to run around and defend yourself or try to change the narrative. Because that's what people want you to do. When you have fallouts with people and stuff like that, sometimes people just like drama. Some And for me, because I'm the type of person to rush and defend myself, sometimes I end up ranting and raving about shit like in the previous episode in the last couple of like i've had to defend myself and i'm like girl you don't even have to do that no more your tribe is your tribe they know who you are when people are so quick to rush to negative judgments about you or believe the first bad thing that they you know the first first bad thing you already know what type of people those aren't your people they were waiting okay 
And I understand it's giving a lot of dick writing because y'all want to be popular and y'all want to be with the it girls and that's why you be hanging out with people that's not your friend and you guys think you know it's it's aesthetic friendships nothing's genuine you know i want us to start practicing not doing that in 2023 and and mind you if and i want to say this too if you're in a situation right now where you have people in your life and you're going through something and you feel like you cannot reach out to them i want you to assess why you feel like you can't reach out to them and if it's just your own reluctance and being you know afraid try to get over that and reach out i know it's harder it's easier said than done because a lot of you guys like to do this old check on your strong friends but you guys don't check on your strong friends i promise you you guys do not check on your strong friends i promise you I promise you, I went through a dark period and I can count on my one hand the amount of people who consistently kept in touch with me or, you know, and then I could add to the other hand, like people who are just supporters of the music and the brand who are like, hey, like you haven't posted, you know, if people give a fuck about you, they're going to show you, you know, but as a person who carries her burdens alone a lot of the times, I understand that a lot of you do not feel like you want to burden people with your problems. But if you feel like you have a solid tribe, I'm telling you, like, reach out to somebody. And if you feel like you can't reach out to somebody, maybe, you know what, like, I really just want you to do some inner self-work. Try and see, because for me, that's what I did. That's what I did. And I said for myself, walking into the... And, and mind you, this caused... I had to go no contact. When I tell you my phone was on do not disturb and the, the, the notifications were just collecting, 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 collecting. And I didn't say shit to anybody. And, you know, now I'm in this phase where it's like, hmm, I see shit for what it is, not what I want it to be. And that's okay. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's completely fucking okay. And I want the best for all of y'all. Men, women, they, thems. I want the best for everybody walking into 2023. And don't feel bad for choosing yourself. Do not feel bad for choosing yourself. Selflessness can be the root of evil sometimes because people prey on that stuff. You know, and I'm not talking about paying it forward or like being just a good, good, good standing citizen. I'm talking about extreme selflessness. A lot of us do things for people and we don't speak on it because our hearts are big. And people will take advantage of that. You know, sometimes it's not about give and take and 50-50 and you did this for me. So I got sometimes it's just like, yo, some people require different from others but i want you guys to be very firm in the needs that you're from your friendships your relationships be very firm you know don't tolerate any bullshit from if you guys look at what's happening in the world and this is just for my like 18 to 35 crowd right now i'm gonna just focus on y'all because y'all be listening to me the most Look at all the relationships in your life and think about if this stopped today, 
if you stop dealing with this person or if you stop dealing with a certain situation today, what happens? What changes? Are you gonna, you know, if people are not worth losing, do what you need to do to keep them the fuck around. I don't know how some of y'all get so ungrateful and get so settled into your situations that you forget. And this goes for friendships and relationships. I don't care if the niggas get pimp, whatever. People, you need to start dealing with people. We all need to start dealing with people who's consistent with us and who can give us what we need. And on top of that, if you cannot give what you are asking for, then you should not be asking for it either. It's very simple. Very simple. Um, something else I wanted to Comparison is the thief of joy. Stop watching niggas. Stop watching niggas and stop watching bitches and comparing your life to theirs because I'm telling you that is the worst thing you can do to your mental health because we see things online. We don't know people's situation. And on top of that, I feel like comparison is a little bad mind. It's giving bad mind. And that's not helpful to your success either. So why don't we fix up that? Yeah? Let's not do that anymore. Okay? Um, new year, new you. Okay? If you want to be a new year, new me person, that's fine. You stand on your commitments. Not a January 1st take. Start putting shit into action now if you have not already. Be intentional. Like, be intentional with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Be fucking intentional with yourself. Because I'm telling you, it'll change your life. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Remember that you are loved. I know a lot of us feel, and uh, you know, I get so tired of people saying that they don't have any friends and nobody cares about them. Even if you have two people in your life that love you for real, that's love. So whenever you're feeling terrible about life or you're feeling like you don't have anybody, I really, really want you to dig deep in yourself. Because sometimes I get so upset when I see people talk about how they have no friends and they have be having friends. I just want you guys to kind of just tap into the people who love you for real and just make sure... Make sure you know you're walking into 2023 with them. Make sure you walk into 2050 and beyond with them. Love who loves you. Stop trying to entertain these crowds of people or these, these different types of people because it looks good or you feel like it might get you ahead, okay? Because remember, business is business. People do not give a fuck about you for real when it comes to business. So when it comes to the actual relationships you have in your life, whether they're pl platonic or whatever, be intentional. And treat people how you want to be treated because motherfuckers will do you in this hoe. Okay? And if you feel like you don't want to reach out to anybody and you want to be silent, just make sure that you're using that time to really, really process your emotions, okay? Cry it out if you have to, but I really want y'all to start looking into what shadow work is and try and do it to yourself. I really want you guys to look into that. If you have not heard of it, it's just basically dealing with your shadow addressing the things about yourself that trigger you or the things that are bad about you or the things that you're ashamed of address those things so that you can make proper progress in your life you know what i mean we're not perfect and y'all know i am not no perfect ass bitch so i'm giving y'all the real <laughs> you feel what i'm saying so for the christmas holidays i just want you guys to like take in what i'm saying and use it and don't abuse it <laughs> It's a big back motherfucking 10.
no safety. This is episode 21 of Dating Tips from a Hooker. And I'm going to start making sure for the 2023 that I'm more consistent for y'all. Um, I'm really trying to work on some other stuff, you know, getting this pod to the potential it needs to be. But I do appreciate all of y'all. I appreciate every single one of y'all for supporting me, even in my absence. Even when there's two month delays between episodes, y'all still come and rock with me. You know, the streams on the podcast are still going up in my absence. And I really, really fucking appreciate you guys for that because that means so motherfucking much to me. And it shows that y'all rock with me for real. Now, um, last but not least, this is going to be the last topic of the day. Then I'm going to get into the black owned businesses and so forth. So yes. So last and final topic before I get into, you know, the good stuff. I kind of wanted to end it with this because I've been seeing this happen way too much on the internet. The discourse between sex work and hypergamy dating. Am I saying it correctly? Hypergamy, whatever it is. So I can tell that I noticed that there's like a lot of these self-proclaimed coaches who go around and basically try to teach women how to get a rich man and listen I think I said this I always can go back to what I've said before because y'all know I can stand on what I say there's nothing wrong with dating up or wanting more for yourself there's nothing wrong with that but I'm starting to notice what's being taught is just a classy version of sex work. And when I say this, what y'all, why did I see these videos of these ladies, okay? Going into upscale restaurants with no money. And then having a staring contest with an old man all night hoping to get some chains or to get their bill paid for. This whole, you guys are teaching, you guys are basically teaching people how to do sex work, but covering it up, trying to make it sound pretty so that people don't call you no hoe. And I'm here to tell you, you are a hoe, okay? Sugar, babe, every, like, and I think it was, um, I forget what her name is, but she's a porn star. I think her name's Kira. She got dreadlocks. She's really cute. She crazy with it too. But she made a TikTok basically saying like, we're all the same girl escorts whether they work on the tracker in the telly sugar babies strip we all fall into the same category even though and mind you not every sex worker actually has to have sex for money but you still fall in the category of a sex worker if you're going on the road and 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 looking for men to give you things and buy you things like actively putting an effort putting yourself in these situations trying to get money off of a man I want to say this very nicely but I'm not going to you are a hoe so to all you bitches that's on seeking arrangements on the low low thing don't, don't nobody know you you're a hoe to all the people who are going to restaurants looking for old men to buy them stuff you're a hoe bro and it doesn't and it doesn't separate 
and I'm not talking about girls who just meet guys naturally with intentions and end up lucking up because I think the problem is is y'all be mad at a bitch for marrying an older guy and having her way and then y'all want to talk all about that but y'all don't talk about how you went and sat in a bar for three hours just to get your bill paid that doesn't make any sense like it's a pot calling the kettle black at this point okay i'm tired of seeing it and it's like these girls are actually charging money for classes but then in the same conversation you would shame a stomp down 304 who goes outside who walks the track you'd be mad but girl you picked up just because you drove to the restaurant don't mean you not know who and i only i'm only saying this because the way that strippers porn stars and escorts who live in their truth and own what they do even actual full-time sugar babies as well the ones who even some of them don't some of them don't have to have sex for money but some of them do there's even the it's just the transparency you get what i mean we keep it we keep it real on this side we keep it funky you know what I mean? Just because that is not your full-time job doesn't mean that you're not engaging. This whole, oh, oh, I'm going to teach you guys how to get a rich man. Go to this restaurant and hang out there so you can get a rich man. Go here, go there, go here, go there. And you really want folks to say you are not a hoe? Be for real. Be for real. Because some of y'all already done said y'all not letting no nigga hit unless he buy you something, but you're not a hoe. And then a lot of you guys want to turn around and be like, oh, you need to give me this. You know, you know that, um, <laughs> you know that sound on TikTok where it's like, you said you got a bag. We asked around, they said you didn't. That's basically what I'm saying. You said you wasn't no hoe, but you was up in, in, in Harbor 60 staring old niggas down for drinks. Y'all ain't low y'all ain't low and you know we keep having these conversations about you know what it is and that's just what it is there's no there's no discourse there's no mistakes made and there's there's no thin line it's all the same thing it's all the same thing whether you do it through full-blown prostitution or just going on dates with old men to get your rent paid it still all falls in the category of sex work so when you go out there shaming and that's what i'm saying like y'all be taking it y'all be taking advice from bitches that be fucking for money and not be telling y'all that's the first part that we need to like clear up about this is y'all be taking advice from bitches that be fucking for the money they just don't tell you that they don't tell you that they don't warn you about all the crazy men that be on those sugar daddy websites that's not really for real they don't be telling you that they'll literally sit there and give it's the delusion it's the delusion for me especially on like tiktok when all these bitches are like i'm gonna teach you how to get your fair share daddy and then they end up at a fucking restaurant just staring at niggas all day like be for real and then turn around in the same breath and shame sex work shame strippers you're you can the way these the way these bitches will quick quick oh oh, oh you're just a hoe girl so are you and you know 
I saw something on um, another podcast where they were asking the, the basically asking the niggas like, would you let your girl have a sugar daddy um, as long as she's not sleeping with him? Sir, be for real. Be for real. And I and I and listen, if you're a girl, if your girl has to go on dates for money. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna say it because y'all know y'all already know. Y'all already know what I'ma say. Y'all already know what I'ma say. And this is not saying and this is not saying that like I said, this is dating tips from a hooker. So I know that the hookers be having their way. The strippers be having their way. Relationships, married, all of that. We've done had this conversation. My issue is the people who are in denial about what's really happening. Oh, I'll let my girl go on dates for money. She's not busting it open. How you know? You go on a date with her? That's what I'm saying. If Don't just... I'm telling you, people will switch their moral compass for money as long as it, quote unquote, makes sense. I'm sorry, babe, but if if I had a boyfriend and I wasn't in this industry before I met said boyfriend and then I decide, oh yeah, I'm going to go on dates with old men for money because me and my man are broke. Or like, be for real. And if you started dating a bitch and she left and she got into the relationship with Square and left a hoe, then I'm not even going to say nothing because y'all already know how that works. Because like I said, a lot of y'all are undercover hoes and you know, some undercover hoes are going to listen to this and get triggered. But listen to me, privacy and lying are two different things. There are sex workers out here that are full-time sex workers that don't speak on it. They don't post about it. You know, they just live their regular lives and they stay out the way. Some of y'all want to flex, 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 flex. You want to show everything you got, everything, 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 everything. And I'm not saying that just because a bitch has a Chanel bag, she's a prostitute because that is not what I'm saying, okay? That's that's literally not even what I'm saying because we know that's not how we class people around here. But some of you are very like, you want to show off your things, but when people start putting their own stories together about how you got those things because you're a dirty fucking lying bitch, then you get mad. But when, when the girls on 304 talk and stripper talk and all of that are keeping it real about stuff, y'all want to be in the comments going, oh, you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. Bitch, please. You would have done it. But one, you ain't got no rhythm. You have no stage presence. Nobody's gonna be fucking with you. Like, let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. A lot of you guys are going to the sugar daddy thing because it's like a last resort. You can't do nothing else. And honestly, the way some of y'all and and listen, I've been said this before. That this this is what I said in episode one. The niggas been said y'all are panhandling. The niggas been said and the white mans and everybody else they said that y'all are panhandling when you like and mind you these are people who are well off okay it's it's not just men and women that are like oh like they have they have they have it they have it remember it's not tricking if you got it and they have said i've had men tell me that 
you know, they tried to talk to a shorty and the first thing they're bringing up is like the most expensive restaurant that she's probably never been to before. Um, talking about vacations and stuff like that. Like niggas can tell like when they know, you know, when it's giving panhandling behavior. Because y'all are trying to make glorified begging and hoeing the same thing and it's not. And I know some people are not going to like what I have to say, but that is just the case. That is just the case. It is glorified begging at this point. And on top of the glorified begging, you talk down on the bitches who do it for real, and then you lie about how you do it. And like I said, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with wanting to date rich men, but you guys and... and (laughs) Don't get me wrong, too, because I'm not really here to to tear down where, where people more moral compass is at, because that's not my fucking business. But I'm just starting to say that, like, you guys give big, big gold digger energy. Like, I would not trust you. And y'all can't even call me a pick me for saying that. You can't. Because, of course, I feel like if you have to, like, claw your way or you feel like you're clawing your way to get something off a nigga or whatever I maybe he don't like you maybe she don't like you maybe they don't like you you know maybe they just don't like you and I know and I know niggas be lying I I spoke about that in episode one as well I understand that the Yaldam are traumatized from broke niggas and they don't want to struggle anymore which is fine but there's people out there who are well off men, women non-binary, whatever you want to be there are people like that who are well off and they don't want a partner like that, they don't want a partner who's like yeah like there's people who just don't want that for themselves you know like nobody not essentially nobody wants to feel like they're getting used to an extent You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to tricking, like, there's an understanding. (laughs) I'm sorry to say this, but when it comes to that, there's a severe understanding. There's a, there's a, there's a firm understanding of what that situation is. Y'all be saying y'all are looking for love and y'all are really looking for hell. And then when I tell y'all to go sell that kitty cat, you get mad. But... Not every nigga wants to meet a bitch that's in a financial bind. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just what I'm saying. Like, men will treat you good just because, you know? Men, I feel like, and also, too, like, please, don't get me wrong, because closed mouths do not get fed, please. Like, trust me when I say I understand that closed mouths do not get fed, but essentially, like, it's just... Why does your... Why... Okay, let me break it down like this. Why does a man know that you can't pay your rent and he's only known you for a week and he's only met you in person twice and for the rest of that other five days out of that week, y'all been talking on text? I remember seeing a thread on Twitter where um, they asked the men, like, what was the reason you ghosted a girl or why did you stop talking to a girl or whatever? And... I can honestly say that probably 70% of the responses were because there was some type of begging going on in some type of way. And these 
men had screen shots. You bitches are offering blowjobs to get your bills paid. And it's ugly. Because some of the screenshots I saw were fucking ugly. You know, and listen, I know we're in a sassy nigga era. When I say sassy, I don't mean, I don't mean sexually sassy. I mean, niggas literally walk into situations knowing that like, oh yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And if this is not, and and, and it's like, that's not king behavior. It's not king behavior, you know? And, but like I said, during this thread, I'm looking at this thread and it's just like, Y'all really be meeting niggas and then asking them to pay your bills three days later. That's not fab. That's not fab. And when the working girls are having their way and y'all be getting mad. That's crazy. Because, like I said before, everybody want to be a hoe, but don't nobody want to be a hoe. The way they've taken sex work and have tried to, like, flip it into this, like, pretty thing is mod it's really mod still and you know i want to just shout out to my real ones that's around doing down and around okay i just want to shout out to people who have been true to themselves and like i said like not everybody has to make their their whole personality about the fact that they do that but transparency in this world and this day and age is kind of nice because these fucking hypergamy bitches and these fucking uh, be a sugar baby are literally there's like fucking 15 and 16 year olds in their comments talking about oh i want a sugar daddy they're not even te- they're not even teaching the tricks of the trade properly so let's stop that let's stop that in 2023 Let's uh, and some of y'all need to start paying homage to the hoes you took they took your game from, cause I'm seeing the aesthetics on the TikTok. I'm seeing it. Y'all are not low. Just because you decided that you were gonna wear a little house on the prairie ass dress and go to a restaurant and sit and you and because you don't look, you don't look like a prostitute, but you do look like a begging ass bitch. I'm just saying, for future reference. <laughs> Um, but yes, I just want to, um, say this before we wrap it up. Um, you know what? I'm going to get into the black owned businesses of the day and then I'm going to close out the show. But basically I just wanted to shout out just a few shout outs. Um, I just want to shout out to everybody who's been kind of like supporting me this year through, you know, all the bullshit um from the end of 2021 till now um it's been a crazy year um for me it's been a crazy ass year for me and i'm very proud of myself although even with the slow ups you know a bitch came through and did some shit and i appreciate everybody who stayed down with me i appreciate everybody streaming the spring renewal one and two watching my videos even in my absence you know i'm looking at the stats y'all listening to my music every day and i love that i appreciate you guys for that um and we got a whole bunch of shit coming in 2023 so just wait on it okay and um 
yes i just wanted to shout out two hairstylists um i want to uh, chia um she's a hairstylist um she has a studio she specializes in everything girl so go holler at her she specializes in everything wigs braids all of the things um uh her instagram is chia c-h-e-a-l-o-n okay and um she's located at 4000 steels avenue west that's where her shop is at but you know book your appointments with her get right with her and of course um i wanted to shout out mobile underscore styles 23 i know you're gonna kick my ass when you listen to this because i cannot remember what your instagram name is but that is the snap chat celebrity braider dad okay that's a celebrity braider right there so you trying to get right hit her up um i wanted to shout out to i wanted to shout out to king i wanted to shout out to my nephew king he put out his first single okay and it is called new fruit and it is on apple music all of the things all of the things all of the things please go stream my nephew's music please it, it, i don't even need to see please because the shit's hot the shit's fire Okay, I am a proud ass auntie. I don't give a fuck. Go stream. Kings, new track, new fruit. It's on all the streaming platforms. Go get that. And I wanted to shout out to an event. So you already know it's from the rodeo to the studio or whatever. And um, I want to shout out to Big Cuz Audrey. We are, you know, this event like I said, because I told y'all, don't worry about that whole shit, bitch. I soon retire, but you know, a bitch got a couple bookings left. Nah. <laughs> but on the 25th of February in Stony Creek, it will be me alongside some of the baddest dancers in the fucking, well, pretty much the baddest, because be for real, be for real. But it is one of the biggest stripper parties to hit stony creek i want you guys to buy tickets this is not no this is an out of town party it's gonna be lit okay meet queen t luxury vixen keys we gonna be outside there's going to be 10 dancers at this venue y'all need to pull up and buy your tickets now they are available on eventbrite do what you need to do but you guys do not want to miss this party february 25th pretty little freak the biggest stripper event to hit the city. So make sure you pull up with them once. Get your mind right. Get your game tight. I will be in the rodeo. I will be there. And yeah, period. Mac for friends. <laughs> but yes, this concludes the final episode of 2022 Dating Tips from a Hooker episode 21. I appreciate you guys so much. And I will see you guys in 2023 so this concludes our episode and i want to just sorry guys i'm kind of like i just want to let you guys know that i appreciate all the support from the bottom of my heart i really do and i don't think i i i, I know i say it a lot but it just needed to be said again Everybody who's continuing to stream the music, stream the podcast, watch my videos. I love all of the support. And this concludes episode 21. Happy holidays. And it is holiday season, okay? And remember, hashtag know who to play with. Hashtag Mac for Prez. I will see you guys in the new year. Have a Merry Christmas. Have Be safe. Don't drink and drive, okay? And I'm gone. 
Bye-bye.